Hi, I'm Margie. Hi, I'm Michelle. Welcome to God in the Real World. Avatar, may her baba ki jay. Hi, everybody. It's Michelle. I'm here with my fantastic co-host, Margie. Um, And we're back to host another episode of God in the Real World. Um, And today I'm excited because we're we didn't really know exactly what we we're going to talk about. And then um, we, Baba gave us a message and it happens to be his universal message, which we're going to talk about today and kind of break down step by step in our, in our interpretation of it. Um, Margie, would you like to read us Baba's universal message? Yeah. Folks, maybe oh. strap in. It's, it's long. <laughs> it's a long one. Yes. But I also, I mean, I, so I've, Obviously, I've heard Baba's universal message, but I don't know if I've ever like read it front to back like this. And it, there's there's a lot in it. There's a lot to process. Okay, so um, if you're looking for it and want to reference it, if you have Mayor Baba calling, it's number eighty one. But here we go. I have come not to teach, but to awaken. Understand, therefore, that I laid down no precepts. Throughout eternity, I have laid down principles and precepts but mankind has ignored them. Man's inability to live God's words makes the avatar's teaching a mockery. Instead of practicing the compassion he taught, man has waged crusades in his name. Instead of living the humility, purity, and truth of his words, man has given way to hatred, greed, and violence. Because man has been deaf to the principles and precepts laid down by God in the past, in this present avatar form, I observe silence. You have asked for and be given, been given enough words. It is now time to live them. To get nearer and nearer to God, you have to get further and further away from I, my, me, and mine. You have not to renounce anything but your own self. It is as simple as that, though found to be almost impossible. It is possible for you to renounce your limited self by my grace. I have come to release that grace. I repeat, I lay down no precepts. When I release the tide of truth, which I have come to give, men's daily lives will be the living precept. The words I have not spoken will come to life in them. I veil myself from man by his own curtain of ignorance and manifest my and manifest my glory to a few. My present avataric form is the last incarnation of this cycle. Hence, my manifestation will be the greatest. When I break my silence, the impact of my love will be universal and all life and creation will know, feel, and receive it. It will help every individual break himself free from his own bondage in his own way. I am the divine beloved who loves you more than you can ever love yourself. The breaking of my silence will help you to help yourself in knowing your real self. All this world confusion and chaos was inevitable and no one is to blame. What had to happen, what had to happen has happened and what has to happen will happen. There was and is no way out except through my coming in your midst. I had to come and I have come. I am the ancient one. Jay Baba. Jay Baba. Who is right? Um, yeah, I feel like maybe we just like take it chunk by chunk. 
yeah. um, and and kind of go from there. Um, like I feel like that first. So it's interesting, Margie, when you read it before we we hopped on, you had talked about how it's like kind of like Baba's like firm hand. And when mm-hmm. I first like when I read it or have first heard it, I'm like. I'm like, I actually see it as his like compassion. Like he keeps coming back and back. And then you read it again. And I was like, oh, I can definitely see the intensity in it. Mm. Um, but I, I've always found that like, or not always found, I think one of the things that really drew me to Baba was this idea of like, that like, like, or that maybe kind of understand what the avatar is, is this idea that like, if we had just like listened to like, as like mankind, like humankind, if we had just listened when, you know, Buddha or Jesus or Ram like had like told us the messages of God right like we wouldn't need another avatar oh oh no Michelle so you just cut out you cut out so you said I cut out because my mom called me multiple times. Cindy James wants to be a part of this podcast, (laughs) Um, but it's your mind, do not disturb. Um, The last part we heard is if we had listened to Rom and the other avatars. um, Yes, exactly. Um, So if we had listened, like there would be no need for um, like Baba, like an avatar to keep coming back and kind of giving us this message. And so like, I see it as like, in some ways, like when he talks about like laying down no precepts or about like, um, I don't know, like that, those first couple of paragraphs, I think of it as like God's ultimate compassion. Um, but reading it again, I was like, oh, there's also like a stern, like wagging of the finger in it as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, so I just looked it up because I feel like from context clues, I know what precepts mean. I've heard the word before. Yeah. Sure, I probably use the word, but. I just looked up the actual definition so that we have it in stone. It's a general rule intended to regulate behavior or thought. And I think that that's so interesting because so when I, so I've, like I said, I've heard Bob's universal message. It's here, but it's just, I know it's existed, but when I read it, I never really realized the intensity of it. Yeah. How, how like the feeling I get is basically like you guys, I've come and I've, I'm exhausted. Like as the avatar, <laughs> I've given you every possible word that you've asked for. Yeah. So now your only choice is to rely completely and totally on me. And, mm. you know, it's, he says, you know, all you have to renounce is the I, my, your, yourself. The only thing you can renounce is yourself. And I almost feel like we try to renounce these things of like, oh, I renounce the world or I renounce uh, my job or I renounce this yeah. or this or this or this. And it's like, why are we doing that shit? <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, I love that too. Like, and like, and like, that's what I, I find so, like, what's so freeing and also what's so difficult. And I think that, like, in terms of like, um, that like it is as simple as that though found to be almost impossible right Mm -hmm. and so like thinking about like you know there's there are no rules right there are no precepts there's no like determined set of rules that you must follow other than like renouncing your own self like which just means like surrendering to the will I think the will of, of Baba the will of God 
but like that's actually like the hardest freaking thing to do and we'd rather be like I'm gonna give up like meat or I'm gonna <laughs> like you know like like I think about Lent a lot like I used to give up all this stuff for Lent like I I one time gave up it, like in like sixth or seventh grade gave up for Lent I was like I'm no longer gonna have a crush on this guy for Lent <laughs> like that is absolutely ridiculous rather than just like giving up the like my desire to con- like myself right like my desire to control what is truly in the path of God now my sixth grade self probably like didn't have that like understanding so like we forgive her of course but you know like I think about that <laughs> a lot yeah. yes no I like, I mean I do that kind of stuff all the time it's like I almost bargain with God and the yep. thing that you're you're really bargaining is like you're 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 bargaining yourself. It's like Baba will be like, "Oh, I'll say, oh Baba, I'll do this, and then you do this for me." Yeah. And I, yeah. I, almost, I think in his compassion, he plays the game with us. Yeah. But like, what I get from the universal message is 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 kind of like how you know, um, like Jesus's perfect mistake was he looked to uh, like when he was on the cross, he looked to um, to the heavens and said. God, why have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost like I feel that in in that message. It's it's yeah. almost like that's what Bob is saying to us. Yeah. Like I. Why have you? Come, yeah. Yeah. Like I've come over and over and over and mm-hmm. given you exactly what you want and have asked for, and so now it's now it's on my terms. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of how sometimes I need to do like classroom management. <laughs> with kids, kids like like I have like told you over and over and over again to be quiet and now we do it on my terms like now we like get assigned seats like or things like that like there is like definitely some like like elder wiser stern messages in this yeah or you know I I feel often like the avatars I, I wasn't alive in this life during the other avatars manifestation so I, I don't know what it feels like but I think generally, even in the world as in like current events, everything is just turned up. Mm. And I almost feel like this that's Baba's universal message coming to life. You know, mm. there's always been, you know, heartache and tough times in the world in history. But I do feel like Baba is just amping up the intensity. And when you talk to people in general, even people who aren't necessarily spiritual, they have some some part of them is tuned into like, the intensity of the universe right now. Yeah. And I think that it's Baba kind of make like bringing this to fruition. It, you know, it's like, we just kind of waited with all this, this gold that he gave us. And now it's actually time to make something of it. And so he's having to rip everything that we've created. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and how do we like start fresh, but also hold on to him and also renounce ourselves with that. Like, yeah. there's so much in that. I'm curious about, like, okay, I'm curious about the silence aspect of Baba, right? Like, I, I think about this a lot when I talk to people. Like, sometimes I forget to tell people that Baba kept silence. And they come back and they're like, Michelle, did you know that Baba kept silence? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I did. Because, like, he's so not silent in my, mm. and maybe it's because of how I talk to him or how, like, you know, like, he, I just, like, feel like I, um, and, like, I'm curious about, like, I don't know, like, he talks a lot about that in here, like, you know, how he doesn't, he doesn't, he observes silence, like, because we haven't listened in the ways that we've listened before, yet he also gives 
so many messages, you know, in his silence. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm curious about like what your thoughts are on that. Well, um, I forget who told me this, but someone, and Amani would use this analogy when people would ask her why Baba kept silence. And she would say, so think about people when they're yelling at each other, mm-hmm. their, their hearts are so separate, you know? And so they're having to scream, even if they're standing next to each other because their hearts are so far apart. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you and I are having a conversation. So our hearts are closer together. Yeah. And then if you're with a lover you know, you whisper because your hearts are so close that you can, that that's all it takes. And she said that Baba, Baba is your heart. And so he needs no words. Mm. There's no, there's no audible sound that needs to happen. But um, I mean, I, I feel, I feel that way too. And a lot of times I'll say to people, Oh, but yeah, Baba said this or Baba said that. And then they'll go, Oh, I thought Baba or like <laughs> he's silent. And I, you know, I never notice Baba being silent. I've been fortunate enough to meet enough people who have actually met Baba. And th- that's something everyone says in common. They, they're like, we didn't even notice he was silent or they didn't even like the fact that Erich was speaking for him never registered. It wasn't yeah. something that was uh, obvious. And I like, I, but his, uh, this is this kind of, like, you know, when you start to think about metaphysics, it kind of makes your oh, brain yeah. have like a fart. That's <laughs> kind of how mine does when I start to think about the silence. Yeah. Because like the silence to me is actually where he's the most heard. You know, when we create the mind creates this noise, which I think in common day we call anxiety. Yeah. Um, because anxiety is really like, it's definitely a very real thing, but it's the buzzing of the mind. Yeah. I'm, I'm in, I'm in no way like cutting it down at all, but it's just the constant run of the mind. And so, and when you're in that anxiety state, you can't, you can't really access your heart Mm. and you have to listen. And so the skill is hearing through that anxiety and that spinning to really have that inner knowing and intuition of what you're really meant to do, which we always know the answer. It's to rely on him. Yep. Yeah. Even when you're like in the depths of the despair or anger with him. Um, I feel like, you know, I had this interesting experience on Friday where I was, um, I was feeling like, pretty low. Um, I was telling Margie beforehand, I had to pull over and was driving, um, to visit family and had to pull over. Um, and I like was crying like pretty intensely with Baba. Um, and I was just like, Hey Baba, like I'm mad at you. Like, and I don't even like, but I'm turning it over to you still. And I feel like it's like thinking about how like, like, all of that anger and frustration. And he did feel silent to me in that point, but not absent, but like silent, silent. Like I was just Mm. like there and he was just able to hold the space. And I think that that's when I just like let myself go of like the like deep, deep quietude that, that Baba's silence can, can bring like, and instead of seeing it as like an absence of God, seeing it as like where I actually can connect with him more. Um, So I feel like what you're saying, like about like, just like that, like, when we can let that anxiety brain, which again, like 
agreed. We're not like talking about, we're not talking about like generalized anxiety disorder. We're talking about just like the monkey mind, the running of the mind here. Like, at least that's how I'm phrasing it. It's like, what yeah. we can, like what we can find with that is like the, like when we can kind of start to let that go or when our defenses are honestly down, like that's how I felt on Friday. Like my defenses were so down. I couldn't even go into my monkey mind. I was just purely feeling. And I feel like that then allowed me to like really just like be with Baba in the silence of like what comes after a really intense time, Um, which I feel like is maybe like, I mean, my hope is that when he talks about like that world chaos and everything, like, I'm like, maybe that's what we're moving towards right now is like the chaos so that we can be able to hear, hear God and like the moments of silence afterwards. Yeah. I really on sort of to piggyback on that. I really feel like Baba is turning up the chaos to I don't know if this ever happens to you, but sometimes I'll have like little phrases play in my mind where I think that we all have the ability to tap into like a collective consciousness. And when I get these little words and phrases, it feels like something bigger. It doesn't feel like it's coming from my own mind. It feels like it's coming from something outside of it. But I just have recently have just been hearing the phrase, the gift of desperation play over and over and over in my in my mind and I feel like that's kind of what Bob is doing is he's making it what because I think that everyone right now even if you look at how much like therapists are in demand mm-hmm. like people are like crying out for healing yeah. they need healing and I think what he's doing is he's turning up this if you're not desperate you're not you're not going to try to find God let's be honest yeah. it's way too hard so yeah. the, the gift of desperation has the ability to create so much beauty and growth and so it's when you were speaking it kind of like I tuned or I can connect that to that it's like you were just so desperate that you didn't want to fight Baba on this or that or that or that that you were just there with him in whatever presented itself because you know that whatever Michelle is experiencing is completely out of your control and nothing that's that is really real, even though it is very real, but it's, it's nothing that you can stop and you're just going to be there in that space with him and let it ride out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because like, I think it's, it all relates also back to like his setting down of no precepts, like, because like, I just like was so, utterly angry at Baba but at the same time knew the only thing to do was to like turn over myself to him and then like but like that's part of like there's no rules with him like there's no like set rules of like how you have to be with him which we I know we've talked about before at length um I'm curious I feel like we have to talk about it he talks about the breaking of the silence Mm. and he never spoke before he dropped his body that we know of right what's your hot take my hot take, oh, this is something that I have, like, um, I have trouble. So I have, my dad is very, like, conspiracy the- conspiracy theorist type. And so he would always be like, oh, the breaking of the silence is going to be, Bob is going to come down in a white horse and the heavens are going to yeah. open up. And I don't, I don't think it'll be anything like that. But um I think the breaking of the silence is, I don't want to say it's the end of the world, but I think it's like, I do get this feeling that there is 
like we're spinning towards a brick wall. And when that brick wall hits, I don't know. I don't have a timeline (laughs) when I think it's going to be, but I think it's, uh, oh God, it makes my brain hurt, Michelle. (laughs) I I really like, I have something in mind of like what it can, but I feel like as soon as I think about it and try to verbalize it, it dissipates and just, it's so So, overwhelming, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I'm fan of the conspiracy theory that he did say something before he died or he like laughed or something. Like, I feel like I've heard a couple stories where people like, oh yeah, like he did say a word before he dropped his body. Um, Like I'm fan of, I'm personally a fan of that conspiracy theory. Um, But I feel like it might relate all back to like this idea that again, there's no rules. Like he doesn't have to break it in the ways that we think he's going to break it. Like, you know, like breaking that silence, like God's allowed to change his omniscient mind as well. Um, or he's going to come down on a white horse, like, either, you know, or it's <laughs> well, going to be what? A, me- oh, go a metaphysical, like, change. Yeah. The breaking, um, as you were just talking, the breaking of the silence, I just had this little kind of, I feel like sometimes Bob will whack me in the face, like, why are you overthinking this? But, um it's like maybe the breaking of the silence is really just being able to hear his internal voice and the breaking of the silence, well, yeah, because you know, it's like the breaking of the silence to help yourself and knowing your real self. Yeah. So we, I think as humans, we want it to be this big <laughs> white horse moment, but yeah. it's really like, I think it's the same thing almost. It's like we're ignoring what this, because we want this big thing of this this thing that we can attach to of like seeing Baba come down on this white horse. Yeah. This is just an analogy that I'm using, by the way. It's really <laughs> not what I'm imagining. But, um, but really, it's like we're missing what's inside of us right now because you yeah. and myself and I know a lot of other people who are with Baba or even, you know, with Jesus or have some kind of spiritual yep. life, they have a connection already. And so that silence is already broken. Yeah. But they're searching yeah. for something that they've already experienced. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, that whole time, like, searching for right, what's right in your midst. Right. Or there's the analogy, like, how long are you going to stand at an open door begging to be let in? Yeah. That's so um, interesting. But going back to the, like, the lay down no precept, as soon as you started talking about it, I was like, oh, we got to circle back to this one. There's more here. Because yeah. he says it, like, so... In the universal message, I mean, he talks about, I feel like he breaks it up into little parts, but in two parts specifically, he talks about not laying down precepts. And I think what that, where I see his compassion that you originally said you felt, yeah, I see that there because it's like, he's saying, look, you guys have really screwed up. <laughs> kind of like you've been ignoring everything that I've told you. But now that I'm here, like I laid down these words and this was the way that it was supposed to be, but it worked and, or like, sorry, it didn't work. Yeah. Now you have the ability and I've given you my compassion to make your own path to me. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, I love that. I just have to say in perfect Baba fashion, um, I am recording this from my car and there is like an insane rainstorm happening. Um, oh my God. Where I'm sitting, so, so 
if dear listeners, if you feel hear some like background rain noises, that's why. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but I. I, I really like that, what you were saying, Margie, and I feel like it all makes me think of that, like, first line again, too, like, all this, like, which I feel like I skipped over because I was, like, excited to talk about the precepts, but, uh-huh. like, this thing of, like, and I feel like it's what we're doing, what, what I feel like we're doing here on this podcast, too, is, like, it's not about teaching, but it's about like awakening for ourselves, this deeper knowing, mm. right? So like all of this that we talk about, and we talk about what Baba has or has not said, both verbally, non-verbally, all of that, how he will say things, what he will set down or not set down. Like, it's like, we're not meant to like, I don't know, it doesn't feel like we're meant to like take all these instructions and like internalize them from this like, mind place and then like carry out the actions it's like it's about like when I read or listen to what Baba says um or has written like it's it's about like what does it awaken in me like what does it enliven in me to like bring me closer to my true self which is like my God self you know my relationship with God um which I think is like so freaking special because so often I feel like religion is all about like you have to learn these concepts and follow these rules. And like, again, like I actually feel like I have a much healthier relationship with religion now that I've known Baba, but with something so freeing is like with Baba, it's like, it's not like about like absorbing and processing and like spitting back out information. It's about really feeling and knowing your deepest core self as one with him. Yeah. That's really beautiful. No, I think I, I kind of got chills as you were saying that. You know, um, I like to give people chills, I guess. That sounds weird. <laughs> uh, ignore that but sentence. Also, <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty open. Like, because I think I have such a strong foundation with Baba, I'm always willing to hear about someone else's spiritual. Because, you know, if someone feels yeah. that this guru or someone is god they feel something in it and the like the issue i always have with it or i mean i don't i never go and seek out um other spiritual teachers but i'm always like okay what does this person see in this you know this is baba too so what are they getting on some level but the problem that i always find and that for me is just i i have trouble understanding why people relate to it is because these spiritual teachers are saying there's one way to do things and it's their way. And like, I sometimes, you know, that feeling of like, you're looking at us, you're looking from the outside at a scenario. I look at these people who are following him and it's like, they're, or whoever it is, you know, some spiritual master or guru or something. And they're following so blindly that they're not even like checking in at this feels right or if this like is this really in alignment with who I am because I think that they're seeking something that that gift of desperation has maybe led them in a wrong direction so to speak I think I'm I'm tripping over my words a little bit here but with Baba even if I'm even if you're sitting in a meeting or reading Baba there's so much of Baba that cannot be understood or interpreted or you know under there's no way you can understand it because he kind of takes us in this big circle. It's like you read God speaks and the first line is the same as the last line that, yep. you know, 
And you know my feelings on God's feet. Yeah. Or maybe God's feet is a bad example, but even like Mayor Baba calling, it's all the same. It's love. Yes. And, you know, he does give reasons why he came, but it's, there's, there's no way to do it. Yeah. And that's kind Although of like people the People certainly try to make there be ways of doing it, which is so interesting, like even within the Baba community. But I, I agree, like I agree totally with what you're saying, Margie. And I feel like it's really like, it's like, you know, like my mom, for example, has gone through like many a spiritual teacher in her life. And like, mm-hmm. I know would be totally fine with me come talking about it. And some of them, like, even with her relationship with Baba, but, like, he's been the foundation now. So even when these other folks come in, like, he's still the foundation for, for yeah. them or for her. Um, but, yeah, I always find it interesting. Like, I find that, like, when you get to the core of, like, most, like, like take the, take the, like, religions that Baba talked about, right? Like, the religions that also had avatars and had, you know, that Baba. Baba would speak about like um, that we're all pretty common like or cognizant of I feel like when you distill it down or when you get like really distilled down to like the words that came from the avatar in each one of those there's a common link right Mm -hmm. and all of it and then it's like what do we do with it for this seeking of like needing something external than us to like to like be the one that has control over us rather than like us renouncing our own selves in order to be in connection with God. Like we, I feel like with Baba, like he's calling us to do our personal work rather than relying on somebody outside of ourselves, even though we're also relying on him. Like it's, I I get, this is where I also get tripped up. Like, (laughs) but like, like, I feel like, I feel like this, like, we have to know that like, in order to get closer to Baba, like we have to actively be like, working on our internal lives and I feel like that's what he's like saying in here like that like the releasing the I my me you know mine like those those words like it's like that actually takes like and he says it like it takes a lot of work and it's hard um that's what we need to do to get to him versus I think in other places it's just like you know the the simplicity of like love me and all be well but Baba tells us that loving him is going to be difficult and then yes. a, in other pages, he tells us it's going to be easy. So he also does kind of switch back and forth sometimes too. But <laughs> on that note, so before you start talking, I like saw a part of the universe. Because I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the universal messages we're talking. Yes. And this line jumped out of me and then you started talking and it relates to exactly to what you just said. I love but, that. So it says, oh. I am the divine beloved who loves you more than you could ever love yourself. Yes. And then, hold on to your seats, folks. It says... <laughs> the breaking of my silence will help you help yourself in knowing mm-hmm. your real self, which I, there it's it, what I kind of feel from Baba is sometimes I have this thought of like, well, if you're just going to end it all, why am I not just like living in Maya and enjoying it while it lasts yes. kind of thing. But yes. I think the only way you're able to do it is through complete renunciation within yourself. Like, yes, Baba has the ability to snap his fingers. He's God. But that's not the way things work. And even the breaking of his silence, unless you are ready to turn completely over to him, it is not, you are not going to attain it without complete and utter surrender within yourself. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's so, that is so powerful. (laughs) Yes. 
yeah um, powerful and like I feel like has to be on point because now what is happening is like many miles ahead of me there's like this fantastic light storm <gasps> going on um, oh. so I feel like it's like yes 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 I've seen I feel like Baba has been so present on my drive today folks and like he's showing like I had like the beautiful like God beaming down from the sun parting clouds and now I'm in the like dark and stormy phase but also talking about and feeling light right in this moment and I feel like I'm living the like the insanity that is in the chaos that is sometimes being in this moment I do um, feel like Bob oh go ahead sorry go ahead no you go ahead I, I feel like Baba sometimes kind of sends us messages that says you're doing it right and I just yes. have this intuition that that's Baba talking to you and saying like yeah you're in this desperation and you're in the right spot doing it right I love that um Margie I'm curious as we like think to to round out this episode do you have a favorite part of this or do you have a part that like even if you don't like it is your favorite part mm. oh boy I know it's, it's big. um I think yes maybe what I'm mm-hmm. gonna the one that jumps in. sorry I have to sneeze bless you <laughs> sorry okay that um. is the cutest sneeze <laughs> folks agree with me that was the cutest sneeze <laughs> well thank you but <laughs> so the the line even though it's kind of scary what I like about it is I love the sense of urgency that it brings within my being because I think I can get really complacent sometimes and I need a I need a reminder. And this is like a really beautiful reminder. It says my present avataric form is the last incarnation of this cycle of time. Hence my manifestation will be the greatest. And so when I hear that, I think, Oh my God, I'm so lucky. And I cannot like squander this gift that I've been given. And so anytime that there are lots of times that I'm like, I just want to be a normal person and, you know, <laughs> get married, have kids, have the big white fence and yep. do that thing. And then things like this speak to me. And I, I say, no, like my life is, com- my life is not mine to be yes. lived. I, love that. I know you're not looking at the quote, but do you have one? I do. Um, and because mine is the first part of it, it's that I've come not to teach, but to awaken. I feel like that is, such a beautiful like simple line that I hear so often and what I feel like I've always loved it but what I'm hearing differently or seeing in it tonight is also like how it relates to how I like how I interact with my career and my teaching like that mm-hmm. students like like my philosophy has always been like I don't need them to know the like the details of all the things I just need them to like get to know themselves on a deeper level and so I'm, I'm feeling that tonight like that relationship like between like my career and how it relates to what I have like been just subtly taking in from Baba over the years um and just feeling like that's really special as, as we're as we've been talking about this and like how to not saying that like I'm able to like awaken all these souls but like you know just no but I think that just stepping into that is so yeah. so beautiful and you are Baba, so you do have the ability to. Yeah, I get that. to do. I get to do it all. Um, I have to give a shout out. Also, I'm literally in the eye of the storm right now. Um, oh my goodness! 
I have to give a shout out because I was at a family wedding this weekend and my cousin Brendan, who's married, married my cousin Chrissy, um, but he's like been in my life forever. Um, he was telling me last night, not a Baba person at all. Um, most of my like extended family isn't, um, or none of them are to say. And he was telling me how he's listened to our podcast <gasps> and like was not all of them, but like multiple episodes. And I was like, Brendan, and he was like, well, you posted it and I wanted to support you. And like, you guys have like a good back and forth. And it was just so, so sweet. Oh. And like, just Brendan, if you listen to this one, appreciate you. I love you. But it just made me really like happy. I'm just thinking about like, you know, this is not about like being like Baba preachers and like converters to the world. It's just about us like expressing with authenticity who we are and what we believe. And I feel like that. I think that that's like what we all ultimately are attracted to and in, in, in others is like others ability to just be themselves. Um, so anyway, I wanted to tell you that too, Margie, because I just thought oh, that was really sweet. Thank you. That's really beautiful. I just kind of felt an inner, I've been waiting for when things feel right, but this feels right in that moment. Yeah. I've, Michelle and I have kind of spoken about um, having a, almost like a Baba support group kind of thing where we do mm-hmm. like a discussion group on the offshoot of this. And so um, if that's something that you're listening to and you'd be interested in, it'd probably just be once a week, like a Zoom call, um, whether you are with Baba or curious about Baba, and we could just talk about topics. I would be um, probably running it, and then Michelle would hop on when she had time. But if it's something you're interested in, you can send me an email um, or a DM on Instagram. My email is margaret, M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T, dot Connor, C-O-N-N-O-R. 1998 at gmail.com but and maybe we can put that in the um in the in the description of this episode too so that you can reach out to margie via email or uh dms slide into her dms yes about some support but super excited like i just think people is that they're enjoying listening to this and it's bringing them something so for those listeners i feel like thank you for listening and like yeah we hope to like keep engaging with you all. And also please send us topic ideas. Yes. We're um, running out always, of them. <laughs> we're always, I mean, it's funny because, you know, like God is universal yet. Sometimes it's hard to think of a topic to talk about. So um, send us topics. If you want to be on the show, let us know. We'd love to have you. Michelle, will you close this out with the beloved God prayer? I would love to. And I feel like I need to because of this storm. So, all right. Here we go with some beloved God. Beloved God, help us all to love you more and more and more and more and still yet more till we become worthy of union with you. And help us all to hold fast to Baba's Dhamma till the very end. Avatar, Meher Baba, PJ. Hey, Baba. Hey, Baba, Jay Baba. Woo!